You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. I'm smiling the dog. I am a mutt. I'm smiling the dog. I'm super smiley. I'm a cat too sweet to travel kitty. I'm a big girlfriend. Angel's really pretty. I'm a pony and we share a big horse. We have a big yard. Yeah, we have to, of course. I have a pool. In the summer, I stay cool. We have a fountain. Live in the mountain. Live high on the hump. Need to be a spokes dog. I'm smiling the dog. Woof and Super Smiles. Welcome to a Super Smiley Adventure on Pet Life Radio, the largest pet radio network in the world. I'm Megan Blake, the pet lifestyle coach, here with my super possum sidekick, Super Smiley, the national spokes dog for the American Humane Association Hero Dog Awards. Smiley and I travel coast to coast, energizing pet adoption, inspiring kindness, and helping people integrate pets into their lifestyles. Here on a Super Smiley Adventure, we explore adventures where animals lead. They can be journeys for animal advocacy, for adventure and fun, and they almost always lead to paths of inner discovery and greater bonding with our pets. And on our adventure today, we are so happy and honored to have with us a most distinguished man who definitely has walked all of these paths. He's the author of the whimsical but profoundly insightful book, From Wags to Riches. He's the president and CEO of the American Pet Products Association, and he's bringing us one of the largest pet expos in the world, the Global Pet Expo. Welcome, Bob Vettiri. Wow. Thank you, Megan. I'm not sure I fell into that. Wow. (laughs) No, Bob, we are so happy to have you here. And Bob, you have so much going on in the pet industry. You're involved, like I just said, from the creative to the high-end business to just hugging and playing with Dakota, your own dog at home. For you, what is it about pets that draws you to make them your life? Well, just like I pointed out in my book, it's just there's there's so many things that I see in my pets in Dakota and in any pet that just mirrors the successful ways of working with people and of enjoying life. I heard on the radio this morning, somebody said, it's at night, my dog goes to sleep, and it's like the rest of the world goes away, and when he wakes up in the morning, it's like, oh my gosh, the world is still here, holy <laughs> cow, let's go have fun. And, and it's just... It's just when you see that and you, and you see that kind of exuberance, it's just something that I get caught up in. I, it just makes me smile every time. I completely agree with you. And you said it perfectly. There are so many dimensions to dogs and about dogs. Your book, From Wags to Riches, is very whimsical. I mean, when I read it, I laughed. I recognized <laughs> the different breed personalities in me. And at the same time, it has real poignant points that can actually be used in business. And you would know because you're a very high-level CEO. Bob, tell us more about your book, From Wags to Riches. What do you talk about in that book? Well, there's so many things that I guess I was almost subconsciously, I was noticing, you know, just the conversation we're having right now, dogs are very popular with people. People love dogs. And you get to look and say, why? Well, let's see. I've never had a dog come up and tell me that he's had a worse day than me. I've never had a dog come up. Anytime I talk to my dog, he sits there as attentively as you could want and listens to every word out of my mouth. He makes eye contact all the time. He never pouts. He never leaves the car empty at night. I mean, they just take life dose by dose. And you find out as a manager, if you do the same things, listen to people. When people come in to talk to you, don't sit there and try and outdo them. Don't try and say, oh, I've had a worse day than you. You think you've had a bad listen to this. Just listen to them and shake your head a lot. Wag your tail if you can. But, <laughs> but, 
certainly pay attention and people will walk out feeling better. Even if you haven't solved their problem, you listen to them and you listen to them attentively and just paid attention to them without any other concerns for, for yourself. And people respond to that. And you see it in so many different ways in business and in the way you manage people. I work with people. I love that, Bob. I love what you said that you may not have solved all of their problems, but you've made them feel better. And that right there is a huge step. It's not just a little step. It is huge. And Bob, we want to hear more about what kind of dog you are, how we can learn to be successful by watching our dog, and about the Global Pet Expo coming up in Orlando. And Smiley and I will be there. But first, we have a break. Smiley, can you wait? Good boy. Sit. Day. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Dyson. The new Dyson Animal Backs are powerful bagless upright vacuums for homes with pets. Air muscle and radio root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. To order your Dyson Animal Vac, go to DysonDeals.com. DysonDeals.com to order your Dyson Animal Vac today. Dyson. Music to your ears. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. And we're back on a super smiley adventure with Bob Battieri, the president and CEO of the American Pet Products Association and author of From Wags to Riches. Bob, okay, your book talks about different dog personalities and how they relate to people. So, Bob, what kind of dog are you? I think I'm a blend. I think a mutt. I guess that would be called a mutt because I'm not really a designer blend. But I think I'm kind of a blend of a border collie and a golden retriever. I think the golden retriever in me has levels of patience that I never knew I had and the ability to listen and focus. But the border collie in me tends to try to keep people moving in a direction, you know, just like a border collie is doing with sheep or whatever. You're never really telling anybody that they're doing anything wrong, but you keep them going kind of in a forward direction at their own pace, at their own speed. So I think if you combine those two, I'll, I'll what other people see me as, God knows, but I'm taking those as my, <laughs> my two. I like those two, and I think I've got some border collie in me as well, kind of leading the pack, you know, having ideas and wanting to make it happen. So I completely, completely understand that. And I also love your choice of words of the mutt. I like that. Smiley yep. prides himself on being a mutt. And, and often, as with dogs and with the people personalities, like you said, the blend, I think, is the best. I love that. And Bob, also in your book, you mentioned the Green Project. How do dogs fit into that? Green Chimneys is the single, one of the single most inspiring places I ever go to. It is a working farm. It has every mm-hmm. kind of animal from cows and goats and sheep to llamas, camels, hawks, condors, everything. Many of the animals uh, have been injured. Many of the animals aren't capable of going out in the wild. But the farm is basically manned by about 200 kids between the ages of 5 and 17 years old, and obviously with teachers and everything there, but it's it's a full-fledged school. But these kids are all troubled kids, or, or a lot of them don't even know who their parents are. Their parents are in jail or drug addicts or, or just otherwise unavailable. And these kids develop a sense of being, a sense of importance by sitting there and working with the animals. The very first time I ever went there, Megan, I had one little nine-year-old kid walk up to me and take me by the hand and walk me into the horse stalls. 
and he showed me, he says, I clean up after these horses, and if it wasn't for me, they wouldn't be healthy, and this place would be a mess, and they wouldn't be able to take care of themselves. And I sat there just looking at him, and this kid had no mother, no father. He's he, you know, being raised by a grandparent somewhere, but all of a sudden, he just felt important. He felt like he mattered in this world, and another living thing depended on him. So anytime I ever feel anything other than good about life and myself, I'll go up there and I'll just sit and walk around, and, and it's just amazing. The other day, I got a chance to kiss a camel while I was feeding one. So, I mean, it's amazing to do those things, but again, to have the kids sharing that with you is just so rewarding. I love that. And again, I want everyone to know that talking about the Green Chimneys Project is in your book, From Wags to Riches. There's, right. As I said, your book is whimsical and fun and funny, but there are so many poignant messages in there. And I love that you do that. And Smiley and I, together, we so understand that dynamic you were just talking about. Smiley has inspired the Super Smiley Kindness Program, which right. started, as you know, Bob, with the Super Smiley Flash Mob for Pet Adoption. And with that, we toured the United States, flash mobbing, energizing pet adoption. We went from New York to Florida to California and opened the musical Hairspray on stage with the cast and Flash Mob with the Southern California Belly Dancers Association. So now we're getting back to your theme, Bob. We were asked to bring that to the Boys and Girls Club in downtown Los Angeles. So we decided to expand the theme to the Super Smiley Flash Mob for kindness and develop a kindness program for kids. And now it's going to be presented at the Animal Film Festival with Smiley's Kindness Documentary. So, Bob, we totally get it and give you four paws up for your work in showing dogs and animals as teachers. They are teachers. Would you agree with that? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, we support this program called Pets in the Classroom, mm-hmm. where we, we help fund any classroom teacher that wants the ability to bring any kind of pet into the classroom. And again, let the kids work with the animals and recognize how other living things are totally dependent on them for their well-being and, mm-hmm. and health. And it's just amazing to see that. And I, I absolutely tip my cap to you and Smiley for all you do to keep promoting all of these different important facets of pets and, and how they enhance our lives. Oh, well, thank you, Bob. Thank you. And and you said the word. We do that because we do believe in our hearts that it is important, just just as you do. And you said that we fund these projects. Who's the we? Is that the Pet Products Association or is it a different organization you're with? You have your fingers in so many organizations. Who is it that funds this? It's the Pet Products Association. Wow. Wow. You all are just amazing. And, And we were talking about animals as teachers. So tell us about your dog, Dakota. And what does Dakota have to share with all of us? Dakota now just, uh, he's a little bit over 13. He's about 13 and a half. He's a 95-pound golden retriever that still has more (laughs) life in him than I do. He's just amazing. And you have to see them in the snow. Megan, he's... He just wanders around in the snow. He makes snow angels by rolling around in the snow. He buries tennis balls and finds them again. He just loves the snow. I want to see a doggy snow angel, Bob. Do you have a a picture of him making a dog snow angel? Believe it or not, I do on my phone, and I will send it to you because I was amazed. (laughs) I was absolutely amazed (laughs) when he did it. (laughs) Again, because on our show page for this show, we're going to have some pictures, and we're definitely going to put up a picture of Dakota making a doggy snow angel. I love that. I love that. Now, what has Dakota taught you personally? I know you've learned from the camels you mentioned and the horses, but what does Dakota have to teach us? Again, Dakota probably more than any of my other 
dogs, other dogs that I've dealt with, has just such amazing patience. I mean, no mm-hmm. matter what, he will sit and wait for, you know, what he knows eventually I'm going to take him outside. And if I have to do something first, he'll sit there and wait. If I have a bad day and I come home, there's nobody better to talk to. I mean, I love my wife dearly, but <laughs> he's a better listener. So. I, I totally so. understand. I totally understand, Bob. I tell people that I have a husband and a boyfriend. And my husband's uh-huh. fabulous, but Smiley's my boyfriend. And I think anybody who knows me, <laughs> they, You're exactly they, right. <laughs> they understand that one. And um, Bob, coming up in Orlando is the Global Pet Expo. And Smiley and I have been to a lot of expos around the country. We're actually the official spokes team for the Pet Expo USA. But this will be our first Global Pet Expo. And we're so excited. And I hear this is a pretty big one. Is that right? It's the biggest show we've ever done. It's the largest annual pet products show in the world. Wow. We're, we're approaching a thousand exhibitors and 3,000 booths. I mean, I can't even describe it. Megan, it's, it's like 16 football fields of pet products spread what? out before you. Let All I can tell you is bring, bring comfortable six- shoes and make sure Smiley has little padded feet because <laughs> it is going to be a lot of walking to see what's going on out there. Yeah, I'm just trying to visualize 16 football fields. That is amazing. And, and I read in your stats there that you may have, you're expecting more than 3,000 new product launches. Is that correct? Was yep. that that number yep. right? Yep, that number is right. Because this is the show where everybody introduces those new products to get them into stores for the rest of the year. You know, like I said, it's about three quarters of a million square feet of floor space that has everything. There's a new product section, an aquatic section, a, a new member section, what's new section, a natural product section, a boutique section. So we have all those different sections and then there's just the rest of the floor, which is just incredible. And Bob, we mentioned the American Pet Products Association. You're the president and CEO of that. Does that work with the Global Pet Expo? Tell us about the American Pet Products Association. American Pet Products Association is a uh, trade association of about 1,100 manufacturers of everything from dog and cat food to lizard jewelry and (laughs) assorted clothing for all of your pets. So it's everything. Every product manufacturer around the world basically belongs to American Pet Products Association. And, you know, we're co-sponsor of Global Pet Expo every year. And then we also put out a 650-page National Pet Owners Survey every other year, talking to 45,000 pet owners around the country and getting their take on everything important to them and to what they do and to their habits uh, all regarding their pets and every different type of pet you could possibly imagine. Right. I love that you mentioned that because I was the pet expert and host on Animal Attractions TV and much of my research when I needed numbers on how many pets Americans owned, how many were adopted. I did most of my research on the American Pet Products Association site. So it's a fantastic resource, just actual research resource for the yeah. for the public. And I love that. And Bob, also back to the Global Pet Expo, you mentioned there may be as many as 3,000 new products. So Bob, we know that you're the border collie. You always use your eyes. You know where everyone is. But how do you keep track of all these new products? Or, or better yet, how do we keep track and find the best ones for, for our person? personal pets and lifestyle with all these products. How do we do it? Well, 
If you're at the show, we actually have a new product showcase where most of the new products being introduced are all contained in one gigantic area to, to walk around and just separated by dog and cat and fish and, and equine and hamsters and small animal and, and everything else so that you could really start to walk around and get a, a glimpse of them. Otherwise, you're just going to do a lot of walking up and down <laughs> all the aisles of the show, back and forth, and just, I'm telling you, Megan, you're going to be overwhelmed by the time you get done, but it is wow. amazing. Okay. If you can't go to the show, then then what you do is you pick uh, Petco and PetSmart and Walmart and Target and Petland and Pet Supplies Plus and get the closest one to you starting in about April or May and just start walking around that store and you'll start to see all of these new products appearing on the shelves. Oh, good. So they'll hit the shelves around April or May. That's really good to know. And the really good news is that there is a lot to choose from so we can actually create the best lifestyle for our pet. Okay, Bob, so we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back and we'll hear what's coming up in pet products at the Global Pet Expo. Smiley, can you wait? Good boy. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. I'm Smiley I'm Super Smiley. Let's rock. Hi, this is Tim Link, animal communicator and pet expert and host of Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Have you ever wanted to know what your pet is really thinking? Do you want to find out if they truly understand what you're trying to tell them? Ever wish you could build a better understanding and closer relationship with your pet? Well, now you can. Learning to communicate with animals is a four-part on-demand workshop. In the workshop, you'll learn the essential techniques that are necessary to communicate with animals, including what is animal communication, breathing correctly to achieve the perfect state to communicate with your animals at a deeper level, using guided meditation exercises and method to communicate with animals, and how to send and receive information from your animals. So if you're wanting to learn how to communicate and connect with your animals at a deeper level, visit PetLifeRadio.com forward slash workshop and purchase and download Learning to Communicate with Animals. You'll be glad you did. Love My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter, available on iTunes. Hi, I'm Dr. Robin Gansert, President and CEO of American Humane Association, the country's first national humane organization. Here to tell you about our new show, Be Humane, on Pet Life Radio. Each week, we'll be bringing you the latest news and issues affecting our animal friends, and we'll also be bringing you interviews with Hollywood's biggest animal advocates, here to share tales about their pets and what they're doing to promote a more humane world. Our own highly experienced staff and friends of the organization will also join us each week to share what they're up to in the animal world. I hope you'll stop by. Until then, let's always remember to be humane. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet And we're back on a super smiley adventure with President and CEO of the American Pet Products Association, Bob Vettiri. Now, Bob, over the last few years, how have you seen pet products changing and developing? I imagine you have a really good bird's eye view from your point. 
Well, Megan, I think obviously it's a great question, but I think there's two areas where I'm seeing most of that. One of the things that you see from reading our survey is that people are tending to keep their pets longer now. Mm -hmm. Uh, The average age of a pet is going up uh, every time one of our surveys comes out. So people, because of that, are much more concerned about their pet's health right from the beginning. I mean, they're, they're worried about teeth. They're worried about the bone structures. They're worried about, you know, the coats, the development of their fins, the development of every other part of all different types of pets. So you're seeing a lot more health-related products, whether it's food additives, whether it's treats, whether it's supplements, whether it's over-the-counter medications, whatever. So people are spending a lot more now to make sure that the pet that they're going to keep longer is healthier right from the beginning. The other thing that you're finding is because people, and especially baby boomers like yours truly, who don't have kids at home anymore and pets basically have become our new kids, we want to keep our pet, but we still want our mobility. We're just cranky old people that just don't want to sit still and do nothing. So right. <laughs> we, want to make sure, we want to make sure we keep our flexibility to go places. So you're seeing a lot of products that will help you keep your pet happy, entertained, and taken care of while you continue to still have an active lifestyle. You also see a lot of services that are coming up, pet sitters, pet walkers, pet-friendly destinations, uh, all sorts of people who will help you take care of the dogs, doggy daycare, camps for your dogs and cats and and other animals. So those two product areas, I think, are are reflecting the biggest surges right now going on in the uh, marketplace. So health and taking care of your dog. So convenience. There you go. I I love that. I love that. I love that because we're all about integrating the pets into the lifestyle. And another thing, Bob, I'm sure you've observed this, is the growth in pet travel products, right? Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, folks... You know, as people felt the crunch to, for a few years ago of the uh, you know market tightening and, and the mini recession we went through, instead of cutting back on them, their pets and stuff, they were cutting back in their own lifestyle. So instead of taking these exorbitant vacations, they decided to drive places and take Sparky and Fluffy and, and Smiley with them. So you right. had a lot more systems for you know keeping pets comfortable in a car uh, with you so that they were traveling comfortably. And then, lo and behold, when you get get to wherever you're going, a lot of hotels now are pet friendly and right, have right. the ability for you to keep your pet with you. And several hotels that I've stayed at actually will hire pet sitters and pet walkers if you're going to be going someplace during the day to come in and keep an eye on your pet, take them for a walk, make sure they go to the bathroom and they're fed and everything. So, I mean, it's just made it that they truly are, like you said, a part of the family that could go with you. I love that. I love that. And Smiley does travel with me quite a bit. And Smiley and I were also a pet travel expert team for Toyota. So that was a large car manufacturer. And they understood that their demographics, their people wanted to take their pets with them, right? The car manufacturers are even understanding this. In fact, I forget if it was Toyota or Honda. I forget who it was who was prototyping for small dogs where you have the glove compartment in the front of your car. They actually converted it into a pet carrier. Oh, my goodness. That's good to know. That's very interesting. And, oh, Bob, here's another thing. Now one of the Hollywood film studios, which is the legendary Air Hollywood Studios, that's where all the airplane scenes are shot for film and television. Like, like Bob, did you see the film Bridesmaids, the really funny movie Bridesmaids? Yes. Well, the airplane scene where she gets drunk is just it's absolutely <laughs> hilarious that was yeah. shot at air hollywood 
Ah, and so, okay. and Air Hollywood is now using their plane simulators and airport sets to help with pet travel. They're able to recreate the plane turbulence and the chaos of the airport terminal to give seminars to people and their cabin pets or working dogs to teach them to fly together safely and calmly. Isn't that cool? That is outstanding. By the way, speaking of that, did you hear, I know at LAX, at Los Angeles Airport, and I, I know two others in the country now have dogs on site that people walk around the uh, all the, the folks waiting to get on flights, and especially where there's flights that have been canceled or delayed or whatever, and these dogs are just there to be petted and to mm. calm people down. This is a whole big trend now that's starting up, and, and people are loving it. They're taken to these dogs immediately, and it just calms people down. I love that. Well, Smiley's also a Hope Crisis Response Dog, and they're also known as Comfort Dogs. So right. Smiley and I should check that out. I think that he would yes. enjoy going and visiting with all the people. Bob, that's a great idea. And back to Air Hollywood, Bob, I don't know if you know this, but I'm the program designer and head trainer for that. When you are in Los Angeles, I want to invite you out to Air Hollywood Studios for a tour. We would love to have you come out and see the airplanes and what we're doing. Absolutely. I will take you up on that. Very, very cool. And let's see. We've got air travel, the pet sitters, and I guess the big picture theme is including pets in our lifestyles. That's what it's all about, right? That's right. That's exactly right. And it's really rewarding and really, really beneficial. I think I told you that I'm also affiliated with this Human Animal Bond Research Initiative Foundation. Yes. Tell us about that. I love it. Tell us. This group is in conjunction with Purdue University looking at the human health benefits that are derived from having a pet. And not just that I feel good having a pet around, it's that my blood pressure is actually lower. It's that I am actually calmer. It's actually autistic children bond with pets and are much more responsive when there's a pet around. Seniors are found to require less medication when pets are around. So, I mean, there are scientifically validated studies out there. Soldiers with PTSD are now being prescribed to get a dog or get a pet because it's actually making a positive impact in their lives. So we're seeing so much that as much as us pet owners already knew, we're actually seeing it scientifically validated that pets really are good for your health. Absolutely. And people heal faster. They found that when there is a disease or an illness, they're more likely to actually heal and recover and go into remission. It is absolutely amazing. That's very well said, Bob. I'm so glad that you brought that up because I did want to talk about the importance of the human-dog bond. And so what are Dakota's favorite family activities? What does Dakota like to do when he's hanging with you all? Dakota loves to go outside. He will spend his (laughs) entire waking moment outside. And I think I've developed rotator cuff injuries from throwing the tennis ball for him because he's got a never-ending spunk to go fetch those. Even at 13, this dog will still go fetch tennis balls as long as I can keep throwing them. So those he loves. And then inside, he just loves wherever we are. He just loves to cuddle up with us. He's, you know, it, it's funny because I, I, my dad, before he passed away, would come up and visit us. And he sometimes he'd fall asleep in a chair with his arm kind of hanging off to the side. So yeah. Dakota, not to be outdone, Dakota would come up and stick his head under the hand. So right that he would pet himself hand. on my dad's hand. It was hysterical. So my oh. dad would wake up petting the dog and not even recognize what had happened. So oh. it was just funny. I love that. I love that. They know. They know. They do. They bond with us. They love us. so much and back to talking about the lifestyle at the Global Pet Expo again Bob I'm so excited to be there Smiley and I are going to be there with Uberhun products and I love that for example they've created bright leashes that glow in the dark for safely walking at night there's so many new products to help us be safer and help us bond with our pets and do more activities with our dogs and I'm just so excited it's going to be in Orlando March 
March 12th through the 14th. And we can't wait to see all the new products so we can make our lifestyles with our pets even better. It's just an amazing experience, and I'm so glad you guys are going to be there. I just want to see the look on your face as you start to look around. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes, I'm, I'm excited to see you too, Bob. It's going to be so much fun. And, Bob, thank you so much for taking the time out of your extremely busy schedule, especially right before this Global Pet Expo. Thank you so much for joining us on a Super Smiley Adventure. Oh, thank you guys for having me. I always appreciate it. And we're going to see you very soon, Bob, and from all of us here at Pet Life Radio on a Super Smiley Smiley Adventure. Until next time, woof and super smiles. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.